Chapter 3 Purely Roman Gods Around 640 BC, King Ancus Marcius led his people down to the Tiber in a slow, solemn procession. Ancus Marcius Rex, King of Roma, at age 37, had only recently become the tiny kingdom's new ruler. His predecessor was the grandson of Hostus Hostilius, the hero who fought alongside Romulus in reclaiming the city from the Sabines. Hostus died a hero, and his grandson made a fine king, but paid too little attention to worship of the gods. Ancus was a Sabine by lineage and grandson of the city's second king, Numa Pompilius, the great successor of Romulus. As his first act, he ordered the Pontifex Maximus to make a public copy of the text of his grandfather's commentaries on religious rites so every citizen knew the details of proper worship. His people were soon intent on appeasing the god of the river, Tiburnius. Four men carried a straw effigy of a man on their shoulders. They walked up to the edge of the water and waited. Citizens, said the king. Let us first invoke Janus, the god of beginnings, to bless this event so that everything we do here will have a righteous impact on our lives. Lord Janus, visit us now and consecrate these proceedings as only you can. He turned from one side to the other to survey the crowd, including them all in what he said. We gather today, the king continued. To pay homage to Tiburnius and to his waters which bring life to the land. Please accept this offering of ours, which symbolically links us to the river, which bestows to us so many blessings every day of our existence. A priest from one of the temples stepped forward and consecrated the straw effigy, saying several words of prayer over it. Then the four men threw the straw man into the river. And everyone watched as the current carried it toward the sea. Thank you, my good people, said the king, and may the festivities begin. There was a loud cheer from the crowd, and everyone walked back up to the hill to where the eating and games were held. Aeneas Clolius was an old man with white hair, but he walked erect despite his age. As counsellor to the king, he was frequently found by the king's side. Today was no exception. As they walked behind the crowds of people, they talked. My lord, said Aeneas, I've received reports that a number of the Latin tribes are becoming jealous of our successes. I fear they may attack. Thank you, my friend, replied the king. It's always good to know the truth of things, even when bad news. We need to be prepared, certainly. But, Lord, how do we respond if they do attack? With strength, certainly. We defend ourselves. But more than that, we need to realize the people of each city are not necessarily responsible for the acts of their rulers or their military. I, for one, would welcome more citizens if they are willing to live in peace, as Romulus had done before us. We need to bring more of the Latins into our midst and give them a home within our protection. If more attack us, we defeat them too and take their citizens as booty. 
not as slaves, mind you, but as honoured guests and citizens of our new nation.' 